Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and today I want to share a, a God-conscious moment that I experienced today with you. Um, this is a, a blessing for me to have been able to represent and, 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 and be obedient to the Most High uh, in this episode that happened. Uh, I was grateful for it, and I was grateful that God used me in it. I just wanted to make sure to point that out and share with y'all that uh, if you're out there and you are going through something, or if you're locked up and you're wondering if, you know, is God listening? Is he there? Or is he trying to communicate with me? Why can't I hear him and all this and that? I wanted to share this story with you so that you'll get affordance and understand that no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through in your life, he's there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this story is one of those stories that just happens, uh, one of those things that just happens I'm grateful for. Uh, but before I get started, I wanted to say, look, you know, if you like the show, you like the episodes that you've been listening to, I would ask you to please subscribe to the show. You know what I'm saying? And if you really like it, go to my listener support button. You can make a donation to the show so that I can keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, the show is free, though, but you don't have to make a donation Donation if you don't want to. I respect it. And it's all good. Just subscribe to the show and share it. And I'm asking you, if you do subscribe and, and share it, Share it and encourage at least 10 of your friends to subscribe as well. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate the support. You know what I mean? But let me let me share this story with you um, that happened to me today. I was talking to a friend of mine. His name is Malcolm. Uh, and, and he was uh, in the middle of a little turmoil and a traumatic situation going on with him. And let me explain what happened. In prison, um, we have to ask permission to do basically almost any and everything, you know? So Malcolm, he's uh, one of these guys in here. He plays the keyboard, you know, making beats. And look out for him, y'all. I'm telling you, he's coming to you. And he's not ready yet, but he's going to be making beats and putting them out there to be for sale. So check him out and support him, you know what I'm saying, when the time comes. I'll let you know when he gets ready, you know what I'm saying, where you can go and check out his beats and buy them from him, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, Malcolm, he likes his keyboard, and he, and he carries his keyboard in this case, right? But the case that he has is raggedy, torn up, beat up, you know what I mean? And he uh, was asking the warden to allow him to purchase another keyboard case. You know what I'm saying? Something new that he could carry his keyboard in, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, Malcolm had turned in like two or three slips. It's this paper, it's this form we got to turn in that, you know, gets all of the different people's signature on it to say, yeah, it's okay, he, by policy he's approved to do this, so on and so forth, right? You know. So he's done that at least three times. And the first two times, you know, his form got lost in the sauce. We don't know where it went. We don't know what happened. But he was getting frustrated. The third time he turned in a form, uh, it got to where it needed to be. And it's just sitting there, you know, waiting on uh, final approval. And in the meantime, in between time, he goes ahead, you know what I'm saying, and, and asks his father to order the keyboard case, which is fine, you know what I'm saying, because they'll hold it until the form gets up there. But he turned this form in this last time at least a week, maybe even, I'm going to say, eight to ten days prior to uh, asking his pops to order the keyboard, you know what I mean? So he was hoping that everything would meet at the same time, you know, the form would be approved, the keyboard case would get here, and boom, he would get his stuff, move on, right? Well, this is prison, and things happen. Things happen. The keyboard case gets here. But the form hasn't been signed or sent back to him or the mailroom so that he can get his stuff yet, right? So this caused a lot of frustration for him. So we were at uh, 
work, chilling. And he comes in and he's got frustration written all over his face. He's hot, he's fireball hot, wondering why is it that this form has not been approved? You know what I'm saying? Why is it that he hasn't gotten this back? What What is it about him? He's seen other people get their forms back. You know what I'm saying? People that turn in stuff after him and get it back way before him and all this and that. So he's wondering all kinds of things. His mind is racing wild. So when he comes in, he, he says, well, I'm gonna go on back to the unit. He's got frustration written all on him. He don't wanna be around anybody. So I look at him out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, hmm, he don't get it. He don't see what's going on. Now I want y'all to keep in mind, right? This is one of those moments, you know what I'm saying, that God is moving now. So just keep up with me here, okay? So I'm looking at him and saying, he, he don't get it. He don't see what's happening, right? So he leaves out, you know what I'm saying? So after about five minutes, the Most High said, get him, go on and get him. I get up and I go looking for him. And I find him in the other room. He's sitting there twisting his braids and whatnot, like he just got having a nervous spasm. I don't know if he's gonna twist the braids up out of his hair or not, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I step in the room, I said, I asked him, is he all right? He was like, yeah, he, you know what I'm saying, feeling a little frustrated, trying to figure out what is going on. You know, all this old kind of stuff, right? When you're having all that doubt. Now keep in mind what I just said, all of that doubt, right? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, he's sitting there and I'm and I'm looking at him and I'm like, hmm, what do you think is going on? And he's like, he's talking about what they're not doing, what the administration is not doing, why this form hadn't been signed and so on and so forth. So I say, I asked him, I said, do you believe in determinism? And he pondered for about two seconds and like trying to figure out what that means, but it, it hit him real quick. He was like, yeah. So I said, so you believe that God is in control and in charge of everything, right? He was like, absolutely. I said, okay, dig that. And then I said, we trust him. Trust him then. That's what you got to do. And he nodded his head, but I could see his body language. He was still tense. You know what I'm saying? He heard the words I said, but he didn't receive what I was saying right then. Anyway, in my opinion. If he did, I didn't see it on him, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, as time went on and we continued to talk, I said, look, you just like a boxer, right? A boxer goes into the ring. Let me explain this to y'all real quick. A boxer goes into the ring with a game plan, okay? The, 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 the trainer has told him, this is what we gotta do to break the, your opponent down. This is what we gotta do to beat him. They go in there with a game plan, go to the body, then to the head. You know what I'm saying? Or vice versa. Whatever the case may be. They've studied the opponent. They got to figure out how to break them down. So you got a game plan. You're going through the process. Malcolm, he didn't have a game plan, right? He wasn't experiencing the process of this thing, right? He didn't implement that into what he was pondering, right? So what he did is like a lot of people do, he got angry. And once he got angry, he got off focus. He got off focus. You feel me? Because he said that he believed and trusted God. You understand what I'm saying? But if that was absolute in that moment, which I believe that he does, I, I know he's a believer, but in that moment, he was having something that I call doubt because he's enraged, right? He's upset. He's not seeing the big picture, right? He's not seeing the big picture. So anyway, as the conversation goes on, I asked him, I said, well, what is it that you think God is trying to say to you. What is it that you're supposed to be getting out of this? What are you supposed to be learning? He's sitting there still twisting on his braids and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He really ain't even giving me eye contact. And you can tell when a person is doing it, they don't want to give you eye contact. They want to listen to you out of respect, but they really don't want to hear what you got to say. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, 
he sat there and he was like, yeah, easier said than done. Easier said than done. So I'm like, I get all of that. I get all of that. But what was dawning on me was this precious moment that was taking place. God, in his infinite wisdom, was giving me an opportunity to be a vessel, to be obedient to him. Because the stuff that I was saying, it wasn't me. It wasn't what I was saying. It was what God had put on my heart to say to him. Those were God's words, not mine. You feel me? And all I was supposed to do was say what I had to say, plant that seed. And as we continued to talk, Malcolm started to come around and understand what it was that I was saying. Trust him. If you believe that God is in control of everything, in his situation, he's in charge, he's in control. And in the situation that was happening outside of him, dealing with the form, the, the delay, or whatever the case may be, he was in charge of that too. God is in charge of that too, right? So if he's in charge of that, whatever God has got going on with the, the people that had the form and working on them, he's working on them too. Because if God is talking to you, he's talking to them. See, God can do multiple things at one time. You see what I'm saying? We get that tunnel vision when we get to thinking about ourselves and how God is moving and all of these things. We don't think about what's going on on the other end. God is lining everything up to where his will will be done. You understand? And when everything is lined up the way it's supposed to do, here we go. Just like that. Here we go. So what I suggested to Malcolm, I said, look, well, let me correct myself. I ain't suggest nothing. This is what God put on my heart to say to him. I said, what I usually am compelled to do in situations like that, I'll pray for the other person involved in whatever's going on with me. I'll put their needs before mine. And when I put their needs before mine, it makes the process easy. I start to bring it down, calm down, and I start to understand God is in it. He's in all of it every day. And when God is in it, it's going to work itself out. However it works itself out, it's going to be his will. See what I'm saying? And what I was appreciative of to the Most High and to Malcolm was the opportunity to be a part of this God-conscious moment while it was taking place. I was allowed by the Most High and Malcolm because he sat there and listened. What I was allowed to do was to receive a blessing. I loved that moment. It was one of the most precious, humble moments that I've experienced. And that's what I want to impart to any and everybody that's listening to this. It does not matter if you're in prison or not. It does not matter who's bringing that word. Those words, that if they resonate with your heart the right way, God is talking to you through that person. So listen, because God is always talking to us. He's always talking to us. The question is, are you listening? Are you listening? And I know a lot of people will probably say, you know, who is this guy? Who is he to say this and to say that? Look, y'all know my story. You know what's up with me. You know what I've been through. You know what I've done. What I'm saying to you, if God can have this kind of impact in my life, somebody like me, somebody that has done what I've done and been through what I've been through, imagine what he will do for you. Imagine what he'll do for you. It's a beautiful thing, y'all. It's a beautiful thing. I just wanted to share that with y'all real quick, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and impart that lesson on to you, right? Those God-conscious moments, man. You're never alone. 
He's always there. The question is, are you listening to him? He's listening to you, but are you listening to him? Get in line with his word, get in line with his message, and then everything will work itself out. Don't get upset. When you're going through something, it don't matter what you're doing, what you're going through. Pray for the other person. Put other people's needs before yourself. God want you to have, want for yourself what you want, want, want. God wants you to want for your neighbor what you want for yourself. Y'all excuse me on that fumble. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it is, y'all. And like I said, I appreciate y'all listening to me. I appreciate all the support. And if you like the show, please subscribe. Tell 10 friends to subscribe. Hit that listener support button. Make a donation if you can. If you can't, I love you anyway. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace.